Hello folks, my name is James Taylor and I'm the new curate for the Central Hub here in Church Wigan. Today we're going to reflect on Psalm 113, which we heard in morning prayer. But before we go into the reflection, let's remind ourselves of what the psalmist wrote. Alleluia! Give praise, you servants of the Lord. O praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. From this time forth and forevermore, from the rising of the sun to its setting, let the name of the Lord be praised. The Lord is high above all nations, and his glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, that has his throne so high, yet humbles himself to behold the things of heaven and earth? He raises the poor from the dust, and lifts the needy from the ashes, to set them with princes, with the princes of his people. He gives the barren woman a place in the house, and makes her a joyful mother of children. Alleluia. Some general observations of Psalm 113 then. It is a psalm of praise and worship which extols God, and all the Lord is able to do for the chosen people. Psalms of praise such as this would be sung corporately at great religious festivals, like the way most Christians sing Thine Be the Glory on Easter Sunday. Except, imagine a whole town or city turning out to join in with this praise and the sound of a cacophony of musical instruments. It would be an abuse of the senses, but it would have sound glorious to God. Longman's commentary suggests that Psalm 113 was used as part of the celebration before the Passover feast. With verses 1-4 to four praising the Lord's name above all other names, the second half of the psalm in verses 5-8 to eight tells of the Lord's power. Despite God's power and status, the Lord raises up the poor and the needy from the dust and the ashes, and sets them amongst royalty. The barren woman is given a place in the house, and is able to be a mother to children. The psalm then ends once more on a note of praise. Alleluia! What do all these images mean then? What is a person in the dust or a barren woman have to do with us today here in Wigan? Throughout the Old Testament, dust and ashes as well as barrenness had particular cultural relevance for the ancient Israelites. A person would often cover themselves in dust and ashes as an act of repentance, a visible sign to themselves, those they encountered, and to God, that they were sorry for their sins. This action may also be done in large groups. See chapter 3 of the book of Jonah for an example of this. Something of this remains in the Christian church today, as on Ash Wednesday, an ash cross is applied on our foreheads, whilst the minister says, you are but dust, and to dust you shall return. Repent of your sins, and turn to Christ. This is done in preparation for Lent and Easter, but at the same time, it reminds Christians of their baptisms and their confirmations. Receiving the sign of the cross, the symbol of Christ's power over death, tells us that we are no longer bound to sin and death. We are a forgiven people. To be a woman who was barren in ancient Israel meant that the woman was vulnerable, without the security of children and family. 
There's also a loss of identity and distress can accompany women in scripture who cannot have children. See Genesis 11 to 30, 21 verses 1 to 5, chapter 25 verse 21, or chapter 30 verse 22, Judges chapter 13 verses 2 to 3, 2 Kings chapter 4 verse 16, and Luke chapter 1 verse 7. In all of these instances, God does bestow the gift of children onto these women. But today we know that is not always the case. We also know that a woman's identity is not bound up in the ability to have children. But that doesn't make life easy when prayers are not answered in the way we want or expect. The value of this psalm today then is the same as it was over 2,000 years ago. It offers hope in what feels like a hopeless situation. God is the name above all names and the Lord of all creation. God is in control of everything that ever was, is now and shall be in the future. That includes all the things that burden us, even if we think they are not worth God's time. God will lift us up from the dust and affirm us as people of God, who by the power of Christ and the Holy Spirit have a share in God's power. We therefore have a responsibility to help the poor and those in need here in Wigan. That may be a financial poverty, but it may be a spiritual poverty or being impoverished of friends and family. We have a responsibility of breaking the lies people speak over themselves. I'm not good enough. No one can love me. And also fighting against the structures that dehumanise fellow people of God, whether that's racism, homophobia, unemployment, lack of education or poor mental health. The psalmist praised God and knew God can change lives. So let's have that same belief. Go out and do the same. Let's praise God and change lives. And as we do, raise an alleluia. Let's end our time together in prayer. Across Church Wigan, the Diocese of Liverpool and with Christians all over the world, let's say the Lord's Prayer together in whatever form or language brings us closer to God. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Thank you for your time today, friends, and may God bless us and be with us today and always. <laughs>